Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with Mr. John Sanders, the newly elected Registered Deeds in Putnam County. Good morning, John. Good morning, Ben. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited that you're here. It's been a process and a journey and we're going to talk about it, but I wanted everybody that maybe is not aware of what's happened the last few months. My goal has been since August, really, is to have newly elected officials on. Well, right, you're newly, right. you're the newly, yes. most newly elected the, official the newest, we have yeah. in the Upper Cumberland. So uh, glad you're here and appreciate Thank your you. time. I know you're busy starting a new career and being an elected official and being over at the courthouse uh, and with staff. And now you're the boss and you're not having to answer to old Steve Pierce anymore. <laughs> Steve, we love you. Um, we're going to talk about you, so you yes. tune in. But uh, yeah. let's talk. Let's before I get in your background, I I, I do want to talk about that t- the journey to the election of November eighth yes. and and how all that played out. Um, um, and it will we'll start with the caucus. And, of course, the Republican Party decided to have a caucus. Uh, the Democratic Party, I believe, had a caucus as they well. Uh, and so uh, that that caucus the Republican Party had was in August. Uh, I guess it was the week after the normal uh, county election. Yes, it was. It was the week after August the 13th. On a Saturday. On a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. so – when when everything happens with Mr. Harold passing away, of course we've talked about it before. We we hate what happened. We miss Harold. We love Harold. Absolutely. You were close to Harold. Very good, close. Good, he was good, a good friend. Yeah, yes, good friend of yours. And yep. and we can talk about that later if we don't. We'll try to get emotional. But you were right. close to Harold and talked to him every day in the courthouse. But so when you're thinking about running for this position, you want to to approach the caucus. How does that work? How does somebody get into a caucus? Well, it was uh, it, like you say, it was kind of a last minute thing, and it was a. Uh, um, the the election had was was coming up when they announced that they were going to have to have the caucus and um, so so we we thought about it looked at it uh, it was it was a big decision to make to to step into that um, I have been um, a Republican for all of my my voting years and so I, I I chose I talked to the Republican committee the the party and and asked them how how things work and they and they told me and and so I I just decided to jump in and and try it and it and it worked out for us so and correct me if i'm wrong john because i did ask some questions about how how the caucus works the local republican party which is the putnam county republican party they are working in conjunction with the state republican party that's right that's right and so the state i guess gives them direction the the state gives them direction they kind of set the rules for the caucus and uh and then to uh, they they vet you basically to make sure that you are qualified to 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 run for that party, and um, so you have to have voted at least three times, the uh, three consecutive elections, and in, as a Republican. So when they vetted me, I passed that check, and and so we we just stepped in. We didn't know how how that would be as far as opponents and. And all that didn't know how many opponents would be running in that, but there were three of us, and so it was it was. They set the date a couple times. couldn't Couldn't seem to find the exact time and date, uh, but finally got it set for August the thirteenth on a Saturday. And they had to advertise that. I can't remember. Um, they advertised it in the newspaper. Okay. Um, I don't think it was. It was on Facebook, newspaper, social sure. media, that kind of stuff. But. Now I remember, and I because I participated in the caucus as a as a voter. Right. I remember that you also had to, like, I guess, pre-register to to vote. I mean, you could show up. You could show up and vote, but you it took a little longer. So they they encouraged people to pre-register so that so that when you come in, you were ready. You know. And I guess they were checking voting records. Checking voting records, okay. and there was there was a lot of people. I mean, the, you, you may have missed one time along the way, not realized you did, and so a lot of people got turned away on on election day on caucus day you know uh, uh, because they they'd missed one of the three somewhere and 
And I, and I don't – I'm going to mess this up, John, but yeah. I think it was – you had to be – had to have voted in three of the last four, maybe. That's uh, right. Uh, three of the last four. I, I, it's not primary – well, I guess primary elections because I, I the primary is the only time where, is where you you declare whether you're Republican or Democrat. So right, right. Uh, when it could be county or it could be state primaries, right? Yes, that's right. And I think that's where state some confusion was because some people were saying, well, I voted in every county primary we've had the last 10 years, you right, know. And, that's right. And, but if they, did, if they missed a state primary, then yes. they may not qualify. That's right. That's so right. there were some people turned away, but I believe there was over 100 people that showed up. There right? was. There was a good, good, good attendance there. I, I can't remember now. We've had so much go on since then, but I can't remember the exact number. But yeah, it was over a hundred. So you end up winning the Republican caucus that day. They and and what happened was is um, they gave everybody a piece of paper. They checked box who they wanted to vote for. They put it in the box. They had people supervising and had people watching, and and then they had a ballot counters. They took That's those right. boxes and counted them in the open there, and uh, wasn't any secret ballots or no. secret counting or nothing like that. And they verified that day who was the winner. Yes, and you had to win. Because there were three of us, you had to win by fifty-one percent majority, and and we were able to do that on the first round. So that's a great uh, point. Thank you yeah. for adding that. Um, so caucus is not something we've um, we do every election here in Putnam County. We have primaries for for those that are qualified to be either a Republican or Democratic candidate. Some counties that I work with um, actually they have the caucus every year sometime in the spring, whether when whenever they deem the date to have the person represented in the August election. Right. And uh, so I, I, I remember I always think about Pickett County back when I first started at CTAS in 2006. I was trying to figure out how, you know, they they had Democrats and Republicans running. I'm like, well, if you don't have a primary, how did you determine that? Well, there's a thing called a caucus. I'm like, really? So I started asking questions and I'm like, they like, the same way we, we did ours in Putnam County, showed yes. up. Took ballots. Uh, people check marked uh, or check marked a box of a, of a candidate name, and whoever got the most votes represented that party right, at right, the election in right. August. So I think it's interesting how elections work. I think it's interesting how you can have a caucus, you can have a primary. You don't have to have either. That's right. Because some right. counties just go straight to August and let everybody that everybody wants to run, in, yes, and they're right. all deemed as an independent. Um, right. And so. You won your caucus. Another person won the Democratic caucus, and there was two independents. You had four people in the election. That's correct. November 8th. Yes. I'm getting my dates uh, all <laughs> yeah. run together. That was not too long ago. Right. You were the winner by 53% or so. Yes, that's correct. And that's pretty good out of four candidates, John. Let's yeah, be honest. it was good. It was um, a good turnout. Yeah, great good. turnout. Great support for you. Right. So 53%. You were voted that night. Uh, you had the most votes. The election was certified when? Uh, it was about a about a week later, just yeah. about one week later, they certified the election. I was sworn in on November the seventeenth. It was actually my my wife's birthday that day. Oh, well, happy so, birthday yeah, for her that yeah. day! So you were sworn in. Of course, what they have to do, the election office has to certify the election by making sure everything, all the steps have been checked, and they went through the process. They can certify it. Then they, that's when you're able to be sworn in. So right. that's why I've had people say, "Why didn't he take office on November 9th? Right. Well, the election hadn't been certified. That's right. And that's a good question. I get yep. that every year uh, when they're every time. I shouldn't say every year. Every time there's a special election or a yes. special event for. Or, uh, or maybe a county office that's not held in, in August, why don't they take office the next day? Well, election has to be certified, then you have to be sworn in. Right. So you got sworn in. You're officially the registered deed. You've been, I guess, on the job about almost three weeks, starting your third week maybe? Yes. Well, we had we had Thanksgiving, so got, we got had a short week that week. So I think I've had about nine days, and uh, and it's been, it's been great. It's been busy. Um, there's, there's a whole lot that goes on in that office. Working across the hall from that office for several years, I didn't realize how much 
how much they really done in the register deeds office, and it's it's been very interesting. It's a uh, there's a lot lot to learn, um, but but I'm enjoying it and and I'm just looking forward to to, to learning more of it, knowing more of it. Yeah, and you will. And, and of course, with your background, and we're going to talk about some of that uh, as as we go on today. But we'll talk about your background. With your background, you've kind of got a good foundation, right. not only just for county government in general, but um, uh, with that office. So. After you, after, and I want to back up a little bit, but after you were deemed Republican candidate out of the caucus, let's talk about campaigning. Cause I always like to talk about campaigning strategies when I have elected officials on. Yeah. You and your team got together, obviously, and, and, and what did y'all, how did y'all decide to approach the campaign? Um, well, the first thing we done was went and, and talked to um, a media company that uh, could, could maybe help us provide us a little insight on, on what we needed to do and uh, some, some ways to advertise and, uh, so we went and went and talked with them first, and they gave us some ideas. We we had a website built, and of course Facebook. Um, we found that social media is a a big thing in campaigns now. A lot of people look at the computer when they don't do anything else, you know. So um, we didn't focus too much on um, on newspaper and radio at at the beginning. Uh, we kind of saved that for the for the last, and then uh, of course we we done billboards. Uh, uh, talked to Roland. Uh, media and they helped us with billboards and uh, we increased that along as as we went along but um, that that was big for us that was huge for us I think visibility yes just just being and, out there and so a lot of campaign signs of course right lots and lots of campaign signs I guess if you've been across the county you've seen <laughs> seen a lot of those and we've uh, I'll just say that we're we're we've worked hard to try to get them all picked back up um, from time to time I have somebody. Uh, come to me and tell me that they've they've seen one of my signs somewhere, and so I'm I try to rush over to to pick it up because certainly we don't want to keep the county littered with those. But uh, it, it is a lot. It is a it is a big deal to to put those signs out, and and, uh, and of course you have to find locations and talk to people and ask for permission, and and then uh, other people. Uh, we had volunteers that volunteered to help us put out signs, and sometimes they. Uh, they put them places that they might not should have been, and so we had to go back and move them a few times. And uh, but certainly tried to respect people's you know property and, and that sort of thing. So. Well, that happens. I mean, you've it got does. a team working for you. Obviously, you you and your wife can't put out every sign right, that right. that you put out because there were a lot of signs for all candidates, you know. Yes, and yes. so there's a team of those people putting that out. And you right. you there's going to be times where you put one where maybe it should right. be put but that's just part of it that's right. you're not the first one no <laughs> um so i wouldn't worry about that but so i like the strategy of uh, a media company i'm sure right. of course social media i mean you hit you hit it on the head and you, you know people when people are not working or not spending time with their family they're probably checking up on Blue facebook yeah, and, right. and instagram that's and right. and i can't keep up with all of them twitter and snapchat and uh, all that good stuff, but they're they're keeping up with stuff like that. So that, that's a good way. So that's interesting. I love talking dynamics of campaigns and elections and how right. um, people put them together. It's it, it, There's different strategies for everybody. It depends on sure. your personality. Right. depends on how much time you have. Right. Uh, and so you got a team together, and you all approached it with the best options for you, and uh, obviously it worked out. So I was, I was lucky to have my, my wife was uh, able to get out and help me a lot during the day. Um, we've we've had a family-owned business for over 20 years, and uh, she's been in the car business and with her her dad and family, and so uh, she was able to take a break from that and and go help me. And um, a lot of times when I couldn't couldn't be out putting out signs because obviously I had a job and was at work, she she would be out working signs and talking to people. And um, she's she spent a lot of time with the senior citizens and 
at the at the senior centers in Cookville, Baxter, Monterey, sure. and all good and and uh, places like that 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 really helped me get my name out. Yeah, you had a good team with had some valuable time. That's that's, right. that's important. That's right. We're going to come back after this break, and we're going to talk to John about his plans for the registered deeds of office, and also get in his background and the experience he has to lead this office. We'll be back here on Local Matters. I'm Ben Rogers with John Sanders, the newly elected registered deeds in Putnam County. Be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with newly elected Register of Deeds, John Sanders for Putnam County. Been talking about his journey uh, in the election and campaigning and want to get into the actual Office of Register of Deeds. And, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about what the Register of Deeds office does shortly, John, but I, I'm interested to hear you're two weeks in on the job as the Register of Deeds. You're the elected official. You are the uh, the um, um, basically the department manager of that office. You're the where the buck stops. You right. you answer to the people, and and I stress that on my show when I have elected officials in here. There's nobody that specifically your boss other than the people that vote for you, right? right. Uh, or, or vote in the election, I should say. So county commission is not your boss. We don't tell you what to do, and right. we we I don't want to do that. That's right. the responsibility I don't want. But. You've been in two weeks. What are some of the biggest uh, things you've noticed or surprises that you found with the office maybe you weren't aware of? I guess the biggest thing has been the amount of people that have that, that have come in the office in the last couple of weeks. Um, there, there's a lot of a lot of things are now being done online. Of course, more and more um, of the registrar's office is, is being put online. But there's still a lot of a lot of people that come through the doors each day, and and for so many different things because of course they do. There's a lot of different functions in the office, and and so uh, it's just been a steady tr- flow of traffic. And the registrar's office is a fee office, and so they they do we do take in money, and and uh, and so it's it's been pretty busy, been pretty pretty steady. Yeah. So let's talk about what the registrar's deeds office does, because some people. They think about maybe recording a, um, uh, a deed of trust or something, but there's right. a lot more that goes on. More, so what's yeah. some of the duties your your office is doing? Well, the, by definition, the the primary function of the register is to to make and preserve a record of instruments required or allowed by law to be filed or recorded. Uh, it's including but not limited to deeds, power of attorney, deeds of trust, mortgages, liens, contracts, uh, plats, leases, judgments, wills court orders, military discharges, uh, records under the uniform commercial, primarily fixture filings, um, and any any other uh, type of document pertaining to land. And people come in, uh, we've had we've had three or four today come in just for a, no, a notice of completions and, and things like that. It only takes a few minutes, but you know it's it's pretty steady. 
Yeah, and so and you do take money, like you said just a minute ago. Right. I mean, your office is not a multi-million dollar right. <laughs> receding of money office. No. But what are some things you charge for everything you just mentioned? Well, we collect state transfer and mortgage taxes uh, when homes or land are, is purchased. And okay. so, yeah. yeah, so that and that's people don't realize that's right. part of no. your role. And it and it you know I knew that they collected some money. I didn't realize. Um, and maybe I shouldn't say the exact amount, but uh, it's been several thousand dollars a day, and I, you know, I was I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, and that's why you got a staff, right? So let's talk about your staff right quick. How many employees do you have in your office? Um, currently, we have three. Uh, we had one that started today, uh, this morning. We, I was blessed to have two of the, in my opinion, the best employees in the county that uh, stayed stayed on and. Uh, Rhiannon Allison was was promoted and sworn in as the chief deputy. Uh, she has ten years of experience, and then uh, Tabitha Rice has has been with the county for twelve years. Um, both of them are very knowledgeable and, and friendly, and and both of the both of those girls share my vision to see the registrar's office uh, become more updated and efficient. Um, I, I I kid them a lot about being lucky to have me as their boss, but but every, everyone that knows. Um, knows all of us, knows that, that I am the lucky one to be able to serve with them because they are valuable employees. Well, Rhiannon and Tabitha both, that probably helped you and eased your mind as you went into this campaign process. If you if you were able to talk to them to see what their plans were and uh, knowing they're going to be there, that right. probably eased your mind some because they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yes, they do. Their experience, they had the years of service. They worked under Harold for all that time. Harold knew what he was doing and, and had great leadership there. And so right. that's helped you. But I know them, and I know right. they're going to make you work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They've, and they've, they've been anxious for me to uh, come on and, and learn, you know, learn more about the recording and and stuff and so they they keep asking me day after day okay you you ready to sit down here for a little bit and let's do this and let's do that you know and so uh i didn't realize how much preliminary things there were to, to take care of before you can actually get into that part of it and so i've i've had to take care of some some other business to to be able to get to that point but uh, we're ready for that and, and as i said we had um, a new employee start today tanya thrasher and uh she she has uh she was a city councilman in uh, Albany, Kentucky, for Clinton County for about 14 years, and retired school teacher. And so we're excited to have her. I think she'll be a great asset to the registrar's office as well. And then uh, uh, have, an, have another lady that's coming on in uh, another week or so. So we'll be be back to fully staffed, and and maybe the uh, the girls been tied on lunch breaks and that sort of thing. So they're they're anxious to get get some help going, you know. Now, office hours, what are your office hours? Eight to four, Monday through Friday. And, uh, uh, of course, we don't we don't close for lunch or anything like that, so we're we're open all day, eight to four. Just in case the folks listening don't know exactly where you're at, you're inside the Putnam County Courthouse. Yes. You're on the east side That's right. uh, of the courthouse, so there is a entryway there and uh, ADA accessibility. Um so that's uh, people can access the right go in go right in that door and you're right you're directly to the right. That's right. Now, are you thinking about changing maybe your layout? We are. We've we've um, I've spoken to uh, County Mayor Porter has come come and looked and um, we've had the maintenance department and some others come over and take a look see what we can do to to make it maybe a little more accessible for people and make it a little easier. Um, the the way. The, the courthouse is, is an old building, mm-hmm. and so it, it's cut up a little unusual in places. So uh, we're gonna we're planning to move the main office over into what has been the title search room. People call it the title search room. It's a bigger 
space. And so we're just going to put our counters in there and, uh, and make it a little easier for the girls and for, for the customers as well. So I'm guessing the most frequent people you have in your office are title searchers. Yes. Well, we have, um, of course, banks and real estate agents and, uh, and, and people that do title work to come in and, and take care of business. Uh, at one time, uh, when, when I first started working in the courthouse, there would be several people at one time in the title search room. Um, that's kind of changed last few years. Uh, normally, you only have one or two a day that maybe come in now. And so they don't require as much space, and so we're, we've got another place for them that'll be a little little easier for them and us as well uh, that we're going to move them to. And so, well, I think, and I, I like you and know, I've talked. I, th- I like the ideas and thoughts you have about making it um, user friendly, right? Because right. it, it's a little bit cramped, I guess, when you it walk is, in the door. Yeah. If there's if there's more than one person or two right. or three people needing assistance, and I know it gets. Um, kind of cramped for you all, and there, and that also could be a safety concern. There's more than one or two That's people, right. and you, of course, you you want your employees to be safe. Right. So I, I think uh, what your plans are, I think that's probably a good idea if we can get all that done, and and it needs to be convenient for you and our right. our citizen taxpayers and uh, the citizens to come in. So I like the idea of that, John. And it's, since since COVID, you know, we've we've tried to um, even in the the other offices, they've they've put up glass on the countertops and that sort of thing. We still have. Uh, we do have glass on one one counter, but we still have two of the girls that sit in a little side room there, and people can walk right up to them, you know. So we we want to protect them and and others as well. So ho- hopefully that'll that'll help us with that. Yeah, I think that's great. So we're going to take another break. When we come back, I, I want to talk about any other plans you have for the office and what you see in the next uh, a little bit under four years now. you got a little bit under a four-year term since you started in November. Uh, and then, of course, getting your background and, and kind of what right. made you th- what made you want to run? We didn't talk about that earlier. I want to talk about the journey. We're going to talk about what made you want to run. We'll be back here on Local Matters in just a moment. This has been Rogers with John Sanders, the Registered Deeds in Putnam County, newly elected. Be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with John Sanders. He is the newly elected Registered Deeds in Putnam County. Just got elected November 8th and sworn in November 17th. And glad to have him in office talking about the journey to the election and then uh, some plans he has for the office. And we're not done talking about that yet. I, I know you've got uh, some some ideas for not only the way the office runs with software, but for your staff. Right. John, talk some about that. Um, well, I, I, one of one of my goals from, from the beginning – uh, for that office has been, and I and I had, in talking with the employees is to help them become better trained in what they do. Um, over the years, they've they've not attended to too many training uh, sessions or whatever, and and I have found that there is there is a lot out there that they can go to that will benefit them uh, and and benefit the taxpayer as well for them to to have that knowledge. Uh, working under uh, Assessor Steve Pierce. Uh, the last several years, he allowed me to go to a lot of classes and and take training that I felt like benefited me in my job, made me feel better about what I was doing, and so I so I want them to do that. I uh, spoke to Register of Deeds in DeKalb County. Uh, was a friend of mine from from high school, and I've, I've talked to him some. Um, our vendor that takes care of our software progress uh, met with met with that guy this week and. Uh, he he gave us some ideas and some things that showed us some updates that we could do to our software and that that will benefit um, us as, as well. And so we, one of the things that we want to do immediately is, um, as it is now, when a taxpayer comes in talking to 
somebody, one of the staff in the register's office, they like to see what they're looking at on the computer. It's you know, if they're way back behind the counter, they can't see what they're looking at on their computer screen. So we're going to put monitors on the countertops uh, so that the taxpayer can can see. And a lot of times, it helps them to answer questions and whatever things, see what's going on, what the what the employee's looking at. Accessibility improvements Accessibility, is yes. always a good thing. It, it helps the taxpayer with convenience and. Um, they don't ever want to go into a county office and have to struggle to get an answer, right? right? No, that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. that's a that's a great idea. I, and in the registered deeds offices, I I go in. Several of those uh, have the have the monitors on the other side of the county where they can see what your staff is doing right. and they understand the process and they there there's nothing you can hide, right? No, I no, mean, that's right. Uh, they can say everybody everybody's name. It's on the um, <laughs> that's right. So I, interesting, and I, this is this is a uh, uh, I'm being creative here. I had a question last week from a, a registered deeds and, and this is interesting to me the um, uh, s- some people quit claim their their inv- their uh, investment or their piece of property to somebody else right. and the question was can somebody quit claim something uh, even though they don't own it. <laughs> right, right. And, I, and so I talked to our attorneys, and uh, and I never had this question in 17 yeah. years of working, but my attorney said, well, they can quit claim whatever they want to, but if they don't own it, they don't own it. That's you know? right. That's right. And so they said, well, does it make the document va- uh, invalid? And I'm like, no, right. no. If they don't own an interest That's in great. a piece of property, then they can't quit claim it, so we just ignore <laughs> that part of it. Right. I mean, they, it's on the p- document, but we ignore that part of it because they don't have anything to, to quit claim. That's so right. I thought that was interesting. There's a lot of complicated well, questions. You know, there's, there's now there is um, they're showing on TV a lot about these scams, and, and that's one of them that um, that we're hearing about more and more. We've not actually had that happen yet, but uh, we we do have we do have some sheets out on our countertop there telling you to beware of this scam. Yeah. You know, and, that's a good idea. So you mentioned Steve Pierce, and we and I told you before we got on, we're just going to harass him. But you yeah. know, when Steve got elected in fourteen, he and I had that conversation about training, right? And right. I feel like maybe I'm responsible for putting in his head, yes, uh, or partly responsible. Training is good, right? Uh, going to meetings and 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 going not only going to training, but being in the same room with others that do what you do. That's right. It's always a good thing to network and get ideas and hear other strategies because really in county government. There's a lot of way. There's a lot of uh, times you can do things wrong, but yes. there's not one set way to do something right. You you at your office, you make it work how you need to within the law. That's and there's right. several ways to do that. And so going to these trainings and learning from others, I think it's great. So I'm glad that you're going to yes. encourage your uh, employees to I, go through that, training. That's something you know that I, I and I don't want to make his head swell, of course, but I do appreciate about Steve. You know he 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 has allowed his employees in there to to get certifications. Um, I was able to go to the classes, get be a, become a certified level one appraiser with the state, and and then uh, he allowed me to enroll in the um, CTAS classes, and um, I'm working on that. I I'll be ready this this next spring for the uh, um, the capstone capstone yeah. event, yes, yeah. for the uh, certified public administrator yeah. certificate, and so um, th- those things help you as an employee, and I and I really appreciate him him being that way with. With his employees. Well, Steve has yeah. a passion to not only serve the public, but to serve his employees. And, and I, 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 I'm proud of him, what he's done over there. So right. that's enough good about Steve. Yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk bad about him later. Um, that's right. So let's talk, let's do talk a little bit, John, about your background working at the Sessions office. What did you do over there? Well, I, I, to be honest, I started out with the county uh, um, as maintenance. Okay. I started out working for the maintenance department and then uh, was able to. Uh, 
change over to the assessor's office and become a field appraiser. I served as a field appraiser for several years and uh, really enjoyed that job, getting out and listing, measuring new construction and um, doing those sorts of things. I mean, it was it was great. Um, I, I was later, when Steve came into office, I was fortunate enough to be selected to be the field staff supervisor. And so overseeing that for a while, done the scheduling and, and that sort of thing for them. And and then uh, the last few years, I've I've been serving as the chief deputy in the assessor's office and uh, scheduling and you know doing overseeing personal property and mapping and um, a lot of it was was personal property. Did a lot more office stuff. Was in the office more, and uh, but it but it's been great. You are actually supervising more employees at the assessor's office than you currently are yes, as director. That's, that's correct. That is correct. And so that gives you the experience for for management and leadership and. Um, you know, we do leadership classes too at CTAS, and we we encourage right. our elected officials to go through leadership because leadership. I talk about it all the time on the show. Yes. Leadership's so important. It Good is. leadership, I it should is. say. And and so you've got that experience, and I know Steve's encouraged uh, his crew to go through leadership training as well. Right. Uh, when you so, how does the assessor's office and registrar's office work together? Uh, well, anytime you come in to have have a deed, uh, when you're taking care of a deed, you have to come over to the assessor's office first, have it stamped, and and then you come to the registrar's office to have it recorded, and and then we have a lot of green belt stuff that comes through both offices, and uh, they just they they tie hand in hand, and so that's uh, it's great to have a good working relationship, and and the employees in Steve's office, the employees in the registrar's office, and and the trustee and county mayor both being in the same building, everybody gets along. It's 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 a great atmosphere up there. It's like a big family, and so. Yeah, and, and some people may not realize how much uh, county offices are intertwined and working together. That's, that's and so correct. you and the assessor are definitely two, and the assessor right. and trustee, and it's definitely another relationship there. And, of course, all three of y'all are working together. That's Because right. you're turning money over every month to the yes, trustee. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if you've got to that point yet or not. Yeah, but we're, we're getting yeah, close. Next week, I think we're going to yeah, write a check. Your so. staff will show you how that <laughs> works right. uh, about collecting those fees and turning them over to the county. But um, so – we, of course, your background's good, and then we, we mentioned Mr. Harold earlier. You know, you and him were friends for, for a long time. Close friends. Harold, Harold Burris was a, was a dear friend to me. In fact, um, at the time uh, when I was working for maintenance, he's the one that went and talked to the assessor then and, and mentioned to them that I, I would be good in that position and helped me get, uh, get in that position. And so uh, Harold and I spent a lot of time together over the years. He would uh, – he would he'd call me sometimes during the day, say it's time for us to have a meeting. So we'd go over to the conference room, sit and have a little meeting. Uh, we'd go to lunch together. Went to the all good diner to, across the char or somewhere, you know, for lunch about three days a week, and uh, just in, enjoyed time with him. And sure do miss him. He was a he was a great person, a good friend. Yeah, I'll I'll tell one on you and Harold. I would come yeah. to the courthouse sometimes, and y'all be having a conversation. I'd be like, "Where's Steve at?" And of course, yeah. he, I guess y'all hurt his feelings or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe talk about yeah. about his <laughs> yeah. bald head or something, and, and we just laugh. Of course, you and Harold both are don't have right. a whole lot of hair. Right, but, right, you know, right. It bothers Steve a lot more, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, I'd have a good time with y'all. But yeah, yeah, I enjoy coming in and seeing you all, all, all three of you, and everybody else that right. we get out. I mean, you, well, you said it. Everybody over there gets along. It's. Yeah. Um, Y'all do work. It's not like y'all yeah, just out right, not doing. Right. But when I get to come in and see y'all laughing about something, <laughs> I miss that laugh of his and that yeah. uh, that smile of his. And he talk about stuff and aggravate Steve. Oh, yeah. We'd all three tag up tag team on Steve <laughs> sometimes. But that's good information, John. So 
going forward, you've talked about your plans, uh, which uh, you're going to continue. I mean, you've got less than four years, but and it's going to fly by. But right. as you go to training and, and you learn more about it, and of course, you're going to have budget time rolling around. It's coming. Have you, have you been able to look at your budget much? Just just a little bit, and this, you know, um, I think it's coming up in a couple months. So we're going to have to. I'm trying to learn learn what I need to about it. So, uh, Again, you know, in the assessor's office, I was able to help some with the budget, and so I got got familiar with some some parts of it. But it's a little different when it's my responsibility. So, well, there's going to be a lot of questions right. that you have, and, and right. of course, you can call me. And of course, Mayor Porter's office is great about. Uh, yes, they've been really good to work with. They'll give you the numbers, uh, what things mean, and 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 I can help you with that as well, and and talk about. And of course. You know, you bring in fees to the county, and it is part of our revenue. Every county office that that does uh, bring in fees and receipts money from the uh, the citizens, that's revenue to the county, and and you your office is part of that. Um, and that goes into the general fund. Your fees go the same places as the the county clerk's fees. Right, goes in right. the general fund, right? right? And it's helping fund all the other services that we do in the general fund, which is your office and all the other sure. county offices and sheriffs and EMS, and it's just one big pile of money. Right. So it's not like you're having to count every time you bring in revenue. Right. You have a service you provide, and you have employees, and so that, that's part of what the funding is and how that works. So uh, you'll have some questions, but you'll oh, yeah. get through it. <laughs> I'm sure I will. You'll get through it. John, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you letting me be here. Uh, we'll have you back you. Uh, every now and then to give us an update of what's going on. Yeah, of course, you're about that. to hire your fourth person. Yes. And and historically, that office has had four people. That's right. And, that's and right. Count, and not including the, the registered deeds, so five people counting you. So yes. you'll be back to fully functioning and and hopefully everything will be smooth, and I know it will be. So yes, if you need anything from me, let me know. Thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate you. Glad to have Mr. John Sanders here on Local Matters. This has been Rogers. Uh, folks, I hope you've had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile than it is to frown. Make somebody's day. Uh, give somebody a hug if they're not got the flu, all right, or COVID. <laughs> uh, give somebody a hug. Make their day. Be kind to them. It's, I promise you, being kind will make us a lot better on this earth if we can be kind instead of being mean. Thanks to my producer, Jake. He is the man. I love him. He does a great job here, and thanks to Stonecom. Hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll see you next week here on Local Matters.